Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Tune Machine. I'm Andy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? It's the third part of our uh, look back at what we regard as arguably the greatest chart there's ever been in the history of charty charts yeah uh it's 28th of june 1984 um i mean uh, shall i do a quick rundown of the chart sam or is that yeah because i think we've done most of the top 10 so why don't we just quickly run through it so everyone knows where we're at i'll i'll do we'll do the alternate ones eh all right chart style Mm. uh number 42 the turner what's love got to do with it number what 40. 40. Don't no, do 40. Uh, don't we're one. just going to do top 10. All right. No, we're doing the whole thing, Max. Okay. chart. All right. Number 39, down nine <laughs> places. It's Infatuation by Rod Stewart. Down 13 at 38, Madness, One Better Day. Down six at 37, Love All Come Day on, by Nick Haywood. Chart entry at 36, it's the Bluebells, Young at Heart. And number 35, it's Duran Duran with The Reflex. Down 16 to 34, Alvin Stardust, I Feel Like Buddy Holly. New into the chart at 33, it's Bob Marley and the Whalers called Waiting in Vain. Down 15 to 32, it's the Style Council with Groovin', You're the Best Thing, Big Boss Groove. New in at 31, Billy Joel with Goodnight Saigon slash Leave a Tender Moment Alone. Up 10 at 30, Perfect Skin, that's Lloyd Cole and the Commotions. The Human League are new in at 29, Life on Your Own. In at 28, Alison Boyer, she's got a love resurrection. I'm enjoying this so much. Oh, no. Hang on. Um, uh, uh, just do it. 27, new in, Dance Me Up by Gary Glitter. We'll we'll skirt over that. <coughs> Down 10 at 26, let's hear it for the boy. It's Denise Williams. I believe that's off the soundtrack of Footloose. At 25, uh, up from 29, I Want to Be Loved, slash Turn the Town Red, which I believe was the theme tune to Scully. Uh, it's Elvis Costello and the Attractions. Down 9 at 24, Hazel Dean searching. I've got to find a man. <laughs> yeah, haven't we all, love? At 23. <laughs> down from 14. Some Gary Glitter. It's Ultravox. It's a song about <laughs> nuclear holocaust. It's dancing with tears in my eyes. <laughs> down 12 at 22, Howard Jones, Pearl in the Shell. A song about a pearl in a shell. <laughs> 
21, down one place, is so tired by Ozzy Osbourne. Down 7 at 20, it's those weirdos from Manchester the Smiths. Heaven knows I'm miserable now. <laughs> yeah, so are we, lads, after listening to that, Dross. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> uh, you're confusing me. At number 19, <laughs> it's those scritty politi boys and girls with absolute... Uh, up 16 to 18, Lionel Richie, stuck on you. Now there's a real singer. At number 17, uh, it's Change of Heart by Change. Down 10 to 16, bad news, Spandau Ballet, only when you leave. You'll be leaving the charts soon, I think. (laughs) And this will really get you believing at 15, up from 23, talking loud and clear by Orchestral Manoeuvres in the Dark, or OMD as I call them. High energy Evelyn Thomas down five at fourteen. Popular. Big favourite in the nightclubs I attend. <laughs> Popular with the homosexualist community, I'm told. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Susanna, the art company, is at thirteen. Up nine at twelve. White lines don't do it. Grandmaster Flash and Melly Mel. <laughs> uh, thinking of you by Sister Sledge. That's at eleven. Up twenty six. Massive places at number ten. Cindy Lauper. Time after time. Elton John's at number nine with sad songs say so much. The highest climber goes up 27 places at number eight. It's Ollie and Jerry breaking. There's no stopping us now. At number seven, Wacko Jacko himself with Farewell My Summer Love. Let's hope the rumours aren't true. <laughs> up 18 at number six. Jump for my love. That's the point of sisters. Wake me up before you go-go. Say wham at number five. Down one at number four. Small town boy. That's the Bronski beat. At number three, Frankie goes to Hollywood with Relax. It's a song, I'm told, about sodomy. (laughs) (laughs) Up two at two, Nick Kershaw. My tip for next week's number one. I won't let the sun go down on me. (laughs) And this week's number one. One, 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 one. It's two tribes. Frankie goes to Hollywood. There you go. That's that top 40 for you. That wasted a bit of time, didn't it? (laughs) Um... We've been through a Have lot of the Have you got any songs ten. picked out you want, you want, you want to talk about? Because the, the format is that we pick out songs and then we talk about them. But, I mean, we could just fucking... I tell you what. I tell you what that we haven't randomly, talked about um, a lot yet. I mean, there's so many of my all-time favourite songs all in one chart. One of them is Thinking of You by Sister Sledge, which is, yeah. uh, of course, a, a chic written and produced track it by is. Niall Rogers. Yeah. I'm thinking of you and the things you do to me. think it's one of my favourite Sister Sledge songs um, it's a bit less, I mean Sister Sledge, all of their hits are great but some of them are such sort of wedding party perennials that it can kind of, not put you off but you feel a bit fatigued by them like We Are Family, yeah. great song but yeah. you know that's that's probably. I was going to say it's, it's their worst, but it's not because their worst is obviously Frankie. Frankie, which, which was around this time as well. Because I remember going on. I mean, you'll know. I've talked before about my adventures at Camp Beaumont here during my childhood. Yeah. But my first summer yeah. camp getaway was actually with Camp Dolphin, which was the rival to Camp oh. uh, Beaumont. 
and it was down somewhere in Dartmoor, I think. And I went with my mate, Alex Jones. Anyway, certain mm-hmm. songs remind you of trips from when you were a kid, don't they? And whenever yeah. I hear Frankie by, um, sit by the Sister Sledge, Sister Sledge yeah. I am transported immediately to Camp Dolphin, mm-hmm. the summer of 1984, Dartmoor, mm-hmm. right? Camping trips, potholing. Um, you know, Sister Sledge. Some cunt pulled me out of my bunk bed, right? I landed on oh. my head, and when he came to try and oh. say sorry and hand me a glass of water, I chucked it in the cunt's face and sprang Yay! up. He was a bully. He was older than the rest of us, and that was the right. He, he pushed me too far. He didn't know that I was a seat. Uh, that was the moment. Yeah, I'd been bullied by bigger kids, like mainly my brothers mm. and their mates for years. So it's like, listen, mate, you're bullying the wrong cunt here because I've been dehumanised. Yeah. I, I don't care. I've got nothing to lose. <laughs> You, this is, I'll be dehumanised by my older brothers. To, to you, this is like just a little bit of a lark at Camp Dolphin. But to me, this is like meat yeah. and drink. You're getting a fucking glass of water in your face and a slap, mate. Being pulled out. This is. <laughs> let me tell you, mate, this is not the first time some cunt who's bigger than me has pulled me out of a fucking bunk bed while I'm asleep at night, right? <laughs> I just assumed I was still at home and I just went into yeah. natural reflex mode. Um, but yeah, Frank, because of course, I mean, it goes without saying that on that holiday, uh, some of the other lads we met and had good times. We were, you know, obviously we all sang Wanky. Do you remember me? I assume uh, that was going yeah. on in Sunderland too around the same time. There were no uh, schoolboys singing the actual yeah. lyrics, was there? Anyway, no. Think, uh, thinking of you is song though. Th- thinking of you. How- I can, I just, I just, kind of just. Can I, it's not in this chart, but Frankie was. I've just checked. It was actually produced by Nile Rodgers as well it? in 1985. You bet by that, that stage. That when, oh, maybe that was when I was at Camp Dolphin then. Well, Nile Nile Rodgers was. He produced Madonna like a Virgin album. Oh yeah, I know. At yeah. the same time, so he wasn't. He, you know, he was still at his peak. But it says here. Uh, the sisters suggested the song to him because one of them had written it, but he hated it on first hearing. Yeah. His, his gut instinct was right. Uh, a week later, he went back to the girls saying he could not stop singing it and he insisted they recorded it. I don't know whether he still hated it after they'd recorded it or not, but... Yeah, um, but do you remember the video for it with the postman in it? Yeah. The video was very it, memorable. He was like a drunk or something, wasn't he, the postman? And they, and they kind of sort of molested him. He, the lyrics are terrible because they don't even like rhyme or scan. We were, yeah. they sort of droop. It was one of those songs where they just start going, We were happy together and so in love and Frankie. Like, do you know what I mean? It doesn't mm. really. Um, but mm. you say he was in his prime. He kind of was. But I don't know if you've read his book, but during this era, yeah. his cocaine abuse was out of control to the extent that he was, yeah. of course, he's a genius. So he was still capable of knocking out like a virgin, right? But he was also would have been saying yes to things that he wouldn't have usually said yes to because he was mad, right? I mean, the story is it around this time he got to Madonna came to his flat. He opens one chapter in his book, which is yeah. a marvelous book. And and he, he goes, you know, it's the summer of 1983. I'm at my loft apartment in Manhattan. Someone buzzes through on the intercom, right? I say hello, and I hear this young New York, for, uh, this young accent, and it's Madonna, right? And he's like thinking, who the fuck's there? Who the fuck's this fucking Madonna? What's your fucking other name, right? He goes, she comes upstairs, and I, he goes, it's 10 a.m. in the morning, and I offer her a Heineken. That's right, yeah. She, yeah, but, she says yeah. no, and then he just does it anyway and does a line of coke. But then the the around this time, 
with Frankie is when he tells that one of the funniest stories in the books is when he goes he makes a disgrace of himself at Madonna's birthday party in Miami because he's so high mm. and he sort of is asked to leave and then he's in his hotel room and he locks himself inside he's locked inside his own wardrobe with a samurai sword yeah um, freaking out because he's convinced that the girl he's seeing um, is her she's got another boyfriend who she's two timing who is in the mafia and that there is a hit out he's convinced himself that the mafia as a result put a hit out on him Nile Rogers and so he calls one I think he calls Bernard who was his of course the other member of Sheik and he's like mate mm. and he says listen um You've got to come to my hotel room now. It's really serious. Mm. The Mafia have a team out, a hit a hit team out for me. I've got this sword and I'm hidden in my wardrobe, but it's only a matter of time before they find me. So you have to come and get me. And he goes, and, and Bernard goes, okay, wait there. I'll call you back in five minutes with a, with a plan. To, I'll tell you what to do. And he goes, okay, great. So he goes, so he puts the phone down, he waits five minutes. Then the phone rings again. He answers it. And he goes, right, have you got a plan? And he goes, yes. He goes, what is it? And Bernard goes, Niall, you have to stop taking cocaine right now. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the plan. <laughs> that's not a solution, though, is it? That's a long-term, yeah. that's a long-term no, yeah. strategy. It's the only solution to what's going on in his head at that moment, because Bernard's obviously made a few phone calls and said, yeah, listen, um." <laughs> Think about like a mafia hit being put out on Nile Rodgers. No, <laughs> he's completely imagined the whole thing. Um, but yeah, and then that kind of fits. Yeah, that he did go on to make Frank. I think around that time around he that probably time. was going, yeah, fuck yeah. it, what, yeah, what, Frank, yeah, yeah fuck it, I'll do it. I can't, I can't get it out of my head, but there's a lot of stuff going on in my head. I can't get out of the minute. But right. let's just try and record it, and see what happens. Yeah, you can imagine him in the studio. Right, go on then. What? What? So what do you want us to do? Fucking start your singing. Do that, do that Frankie song. Start your singing. I press the button. Bang. Go. <laughs> Accidental global number one smash hit. Right, that's it, Don. Right. Don't you want us to do another take? No, I'll do like that. It's fucking fine. I haven't got fucking time to sit around here. I've got fucking... I'm on the run from the fucking mafia. If I stay in any one place for more than 20 minutes, I'm a dead man. <laughs> But yeah, thinking of you, it's it's probably their best one because I mean, what were we saying? Um, we are family, mm. and possibly cool. lost in music, a little bit overplayed. Yeah, would you say? But thinking of you, I don't know. It just seems like a more sophisticated song. There's a great cover yeah. version of it by Paul Weller, and Paul Weller did a covers album probably like that 15 years ago at least now, and he did a very pared down. It's sometimes nice when you hear a sort of a disco number that's been paired right down is just being done almost like on a guitar and that's it. It makes you realise what a great tune it is. Um, and uh, I love it. I think that's brilliant. I don't even know why it was in the charts in 1994 because I think it came out in about 79. Originally, I don't know why. There's a few re- reissues in this chart. People were just doing it, weren't they? Let's have a look. Thank you. I'm uh, looking, yeah. Yeah, they just put it out again. See what happens. We're working on this Frankie song, but to be honest, I don't think I'm gonna have time to release that before nineteen eighty five. So in the meantime I was thinking, why don't you stick out thinking of you again? That's a good one. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. But uh yeah, so that that uh I mean fucking hell, that album 
that was on We Are Family. It's got He's the Greatest Dancer, Lost in Music, Thinking of You, We Are Family. It's one of those eight-track albums. It's only got eight tracks on it. Yeah. doesn't fuck about. doesn't outstay its welcome. 43 minutes long. No album should be longer than 45 minutes because then you can't fit it on one side of a scene. Yeah, mate. yeah. It's like I don't like long films and I don't like long albums. I mean, there's about yeah. two double albums that, that are good. <clears throat> Which are which are album, uh, yeah. Songs uh, in the Key of Life and the White minutes. Album are both quite long and they're both good. F- films an hour fifty at the most, including yeah. oh, the end credits. Fucking long films. It's like get over yourself. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's the greatest dancer. Is brilliant. There was something about that as well because the si- Sister Sledge were really god fearing, weren't they? Yeah, and, they were. Yeah, and they didn't like yeah. some of the lyri- the lyrics were written by. Nile Rogers and Bernard, and they and they had they, yeah. they had this theory that they worked to, which also sounds suspiciously like it was cocaine fueled, <clears throat> called uh, um, something like they called it D H M, which was deep hidden meaning, which they thought oh, was yeah. like a great like sort of thing in all their lyrics that was like cryptic mm-hmm. and mysterious and could Very only cool, be un- yeah. be unlocked if you were in tune with the cosmos. <laughs> But then in the book, when you read him explaining it, all of it seems perfectly self-evident. It's like none of it's that and the, cryptic. And the, the, the deep inner meaning was, it was all about cocks. <laughs> yeah. It's like, they're saying they're lost in music, you know, like they're lost in a maze, or sometimes when you get lost in an unfamiliar one-way system in a town you're not you're not been to much, right? But it's, it's cryptic. It's what we in the music trade call a metaphor, right? In actual fact, they're not physically lost at all. They are mentally lost in the music. But most people won't pick up on that double meaning. They'll just assume that music is a market town somewhere in the East Midlands. <laughs> and that the well, sisters, like what it refers whilst to. on tour in the UK, have accidentally got, you know, what women are like when it comes to map reading. Jalapeño. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Jalapeño. One night, I came up with this line. One night at a disco on the outskirts of Frisco, right? <laughs> and what we did there was we realised that you could rhyme disco with San Francisco, but it stretched the line out a bit too long, so we just shortened it down to Frisco. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Frisco is actually a supermarket, a supermarket chain in the, in the south of America. Frisco's. But, uh, you know, double meanings, isn't it? Yeah, you, apparently you can buy guns in there now. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's... Uh, that's Sister Sledge. That's chic. Really good. Sorry, Sister Sledge, yeah. Um, um, then just below it, you got White Lines. I mean, you know... Yeah, uh, more cocaine again. 10, 11, 12. got Time After Time, which is my favourite Cindy Lauper track. It's an amazing mm. track, isn't it? Uh, I mean, it's one of the most emotional sort of pop ballads of the era, right? Which mm-hmm. is saying something. Um, like Madonna's Crazy For You would have been roughly around the same time. I always think they're quite similar. Uh, yeah. So you got that at 10, 
Thinking of You at number 11 and at number 12, White Lines, another song that's become such a perennial, a standard, if you will, that it's easy to forget what a fucking astonishing track it is. Do you know what I mean? Because it's so familiar. Take it to ride, white line highway, tell all your friends they can go my way, pay your toll, sell your soul, pound for pound, cost more than gold. The longer you stay, the more you pay. My white line go a long way, either up your nose or through your vein, with nothing to gain except killing your brain. You kind yeah. of think, oh yeah, white lines, yeah. Everyone knows white lines. Mm. Verdict a million times four, but then you know you have to look it out of that context yeah. and think, mm. fucking hell! Imagine when it first came mm. out, when there wasn't even much music around about? like that. Yeah, fucking astonishing, and probably very familiar to Nile Rodgers. The, the it, lyrics I, in it. It might, have, it might have been. It might have been the first rap song to get into the top ten since Blondie's Rapture four yeah. years earlier. Yeah, with Debbie Harry's appalling uh, freestyling rap at the end. Yeah, I quite like it though. I know it's sort of like. It's, I mean, it's not. Oh, it's not like listening to like really Eric B and Rakeem, admittedly. But I mean, I don't know. It's Debbie Harry. She's had a go. She's she's That's having Debbie a Harry go exactly, and it's like someone's yeah. come to her, right, and he's gone. Who is it? Uh, what's his name? Car and you go real Freddy. far. Yeah. Freddy with a diddly the Yeah. And he's gone, now we've got this new thing called rapping. It's like singing, <laughs> but the, the trick is you don't actually have to be able to sing. You just say it dead fast. All right. But in time with the music. Have you got it? Have a go. I'll record it. If it's good, we'll put it on the record. If it's shit, we might put it on the record anyway, because, you know... Because I've got to be away in 20 minutes. I've got a dentist appointment. (laughs) And I've got golf, what I call cocaine golf, with Nile Rogers. (laughs) 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 The the aim is you do 18 holes in 20 minutes. And before the Lampards get in touch, yes, I know there were other rap records in the charts between 1980 and 1984. Please don't get in touch. Oh, God, yeah. Um, quick, uh, only when you leave Spando Ballet, I'm mentioning that just because I want to mention again the documentary about oh, I haven't the seen it yet. On. Oh, it's so good. Is it? It's so fucking good. Yeah. Yeah, it's I brilliant. read a bit of a cunty review of it. I don't usually read Did t- you? TV By reviews. Cunt, probably. It, yeah, yeah, and then I realised, then I saw you... And the thing is, it's, that's why I don't read reviews. Because, you, mm. you, you know, because... I'm not saying all critics are cunts. I've been a critic in my time, although, to be fair, I am a cunt. But, um, well, to be fair, I've written things flippantly when I was younger to get a fucking cheap laugh or to look clever or something like that that weren't yeah. a fair reflection on the art I was reviewing. And I admit that. And I, and I also admit I actually do feel a lot of guilt. There are certain things that I remember writing that were motivated mm. not by just an honest and authentic appraisal of the, of the mm. work I was there to review. They were more about me, Right. Of course, yeah. I don't know if you can imagine me doing something like that. <laughs> <Go> right, <laughs> it's a stretch. But yeah, <laughs> but the thing is, I do remember. you word for it. I do remember doing that, and I like. I do still think about it now because some of it is yeah. stuff that I actually like, or artists that I respect, or, or certainly come to respect since. So I'm aware of it from that perspective. But also, you just think, you know, 
whoever the cunt is, even if he is trying to be honest, more honest than I was and, and give an honest appraisal, it's all fucking subjective. So I don't usually read it, but I, it caught my eye because you'd mentioned it, and so I read it, and he was like, yeah, I mean, it wasn't all out cunty. It was a bit like, it's had its moments, but uh, I just think it falls flat, you know. And I, But the thing was, I didn't sort of... I read it quickly, and I sort of thought, instead of thinking that bloke's a cunt, I thought to myself, oh, that's a shame. But then I saw you put it somewhere on social media, and, of course, I respect your opinion. I know you as a man. Thank you very much, Sam. And I thought, oh, fuck, it was good. And then I thought, that cunt. Why did I read that cunt's <laughs> review? I don't know who that fucking cunt is. What a fucking idiot. And then I thought, oh, I thought, why did I fucking read it? You shouldn't listen to strangers' opinions. You shouldn't listen to strangers' opinions. You don't know yeah. what their agenda is. Well, that's it. I mean, we, we already, we've already discovered that 97% of people are cunts, so that means that 97% of critics, at minimum, are cunts. If, you, so, if you're listening to you this, know. don't think of us as strangers. You should always listen to our opinions, but we're not strangers because we're just part of this big Top Flight Time Machine family. Yeah, we're yeah. just the heads of the family. Just think of and us as, as your well. two fathers. Yeah, apart from the ones who are cunts. Yeah. Uh, but there's, um, Alan Ford's in it, briefly. You know, plays Bricktop in... Um, oh, yeah, great. But Alan Ford is fucking fantastic in yeah. everything he's in. I mean, he was in um, No One Me, No One You, Alan Partridge. Oh, yeah, it's one of You want to get involved, do you? I'll get you involved, Sunshine. Yeah, yeah. Did you ever it's see... It's worth watching. Did you ever Hang see on, the it's spoof? It's worth watching just... Yeah. It's worth watching just for his bit where he, he talks about the uh, the Hatton Garden jewel robbers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's all I'll say. But watch it, watch it. It's really, really did, good. Did you? Uh, is it? Did, is it? Did someone famous write it? Is it like? Or... It's Reese Thomas. Oh yeah, you told me Reece that. Thomas yeah, he's did fantastic, it. isn't he? Um, what's his name? Bricktop. Did you ever see the advert that it was? It was one of the early sort of viral films that, uh, and it was made by the Observer, uh, an advert for the Observer, and it was fucking funny because it was shot long lens, and it, it was just him knocking on some middle class house somewhere in like, you know, the stockbroker belt, and her going, "Hello, can I help?" And he went. Do you t- do, do you read the Observer? Do you do you buy the Observer on a Sunday? And she goes, <laughs> "Yes, we take the Observer." And he goes, "I didn't ask if you fucking took it, sweetheart." <laughs> and you straight away think, "Whoa, what the fuck's this?" Right? I didn't ask you if you fucking took it. I asked you if you bought it. Yeah. Now, did you fucking read it? Yes, I read it. How much of it did you eat? Well, most of it. All right. Well, let's fucking put it to the test then. And then he starts testing her. He walks into the home and he sits her and her husband and he starts testing that on the shit in the paper from all the different sections. And then he goes at the end, well, looks like you ain't been fucking telling the truth to me. Sounds to me like you've read, you've read, read hardly any of it. So I'll be back next week and a week after. And next time, I want to make sure you've read the lot of it. Because if you don't, if you don't, I will come for you, right? He goes, and I don't care. This is like an observer, a genuine observer. And he goes, I don't fucking care. I've just just looked up. It's Armando Iannucci show. Oh, God. It's from that. Well, it went fucking so far. He goes, if you don't. It's on YouTube. He goes, I'm going to watch it when we're done with this. If you fucking come back. Yeah, that's it. He goes, he goes, and even if you try and run and hide, I don't care if you're up the Himalayas dressed up in disguise as a fucking Yeti. I will send a team of nutters from Broadmoor and they will find you and they will cut your tarty legs off. <laughs> Absolutely brilliant. It's there, 
It's on YouTube. We need to get Alan Ford as a human of honour. Oh, definitely. Wow. Uh, but, I, I mean, I've not seen him in anything for ages. And when he appeared on screen, I sat in my living room on my own and I applauded. Yeah. I applauded the appearance of Alan Ford on screen. What a man. But, uh, but yeah, it's really, really All good right, watching. Well, I watched that over the weekend. That What's it called again? The span of anything? True. Uh, the, the Kemp's. The Kemp's, right. It's just called The Kemp's, yeah. It's now, on the iPlayer. Change the of BBC Heart iPlayer. by Change is just below yes. it. 17. Now, this is one of my all-time favourite songs. Again, I know I've said let's that about a few Let's hear a little bit songs. of it, shall we? Let's, yeah. Let's hear a little bit of it. in beautifully there change your heart by change I've said it a lot of times um, in, throughout this and you have as well like you know and it sounds like over the top hyperbole well this is one of my favourite songs but genuinely in this one chart there's half a mm. dozen of my favourite half a dozen songs that would probably make my top 20 or top 40 mm. ever change of heart is definitely one of them um, it still gets played quite a lot on the radio actually it's just an epic I think if I could take one genre of music to a desert island, right? So you've got you 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 you're being sent to a desert island. You've got mm-hmm. a listening device, right? Uh, but rather than desert island discs, where you choose whatever it is, seven songs, you can just choose yeah. one genre of music to take with you. I think <gasps> for me, you know, I think both of us have mm-hmm. quite eclectic tastes and like a range of different music genres. I'm, I've never been ever in my life particularly sort of married to one type but I think 80, no, 80s soul music is the one that I would take if I could only That's have one, one. because right. it's, it always makes me happy and I think this is about as good an example of that sort of music as you can get yeah it's, it is it's a classic if you um, if I'm you just... could take one genre to a desert island would it be dub reggae or oh god um, probably more town, I think. Oh yeah, because that'd keep your spirits know. up, wouldn't it? Yeah, I got a more town CD box set recently. Eleven CDs. Fucking hell! And it's in, and it, it was on Amazon for forty nine quid the other day, which works out, you know, like five or a, less than four pound fifty a disc, something like that. That's incredible. And it comes, it comes in the little house, you know, Berry Gordy's house. Oh my god! More town was based in. Fucking hell! That's a thing. 11 CDs. Have you worked you need your way CD through player, them? Have you discovered some gems that you hadn't heard before? <clears throat> um, I haven't gone through it all yet. Ah. I'll probably listen to it on Spotify and never open it. Getting back to talking about songs about cocks, though. Uh, yeah. Love Resurrection by Alison Moyer. That's about cocks. Is it really? <clears throat> yeah. Um, we all need... Res- resurrection. Oh, Love we all resurrection. Need a, res- a warm injection. Whoa!
and then in the line, I want you to grow in my hand. Whoa! Now we're talking, Moye. Sexy stuff. That really is. Yeah. God. Yeah. Imagine, I'm whispering in case they don't come here, but imagine getting a hand job off of Alison Moye. Be amazing, oh, wouldn't it? That'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? Especially yeah. if she was singing. Yeah. That is, I never knew that. Can you tell me yeah, about Absolute I, by Scritti probably, Politti? This is a song you'll know about. Say, Love Resurrection probably slipped under the under the under the uh, the radar. Well, it's double standards, mate. It's double standards, time, isn't it? Right? Because everyone was frothing about relax. Relax. So, Mike you know, Reed. Resurrection just slipped in. Mike Reed's on Radio One saying he won't play Relax because it's a uh, effectively a how-to about bumming, and yet Alison mm. Moyet is singing about wanking blokes off and that right. Oh, she's allowed yeah. to go on the Mike Reed show. She's on Saturday Mike Superstar. Reed wants to get wanked off by her, doesn't he? He's on Saturday Superstar, Mike Reed. So, uh, who's our next caller? Hello, I'm Sam. I'm from London. Okay, Sam, so <laughs> what would you like to say about Alison Moy? Hello, Alison. What is your song, Love Resurrection, about? <clears throat> well, Sam, it's about cock. Oh, Sorry about that. Uh, we're going to go and show you an episode of Top Cat now. Although, of course, we call it Boss Cat because of uh, branding reasons. There's a cat food brand called Top Cat. So we call it Boss Cat. Even though, after calling it Boss Cat, we go straight to the title sequence, which says Top it's Cat. Like and there's some fucking songs all about Top Cat. So it makes no fucking difference. And it just says Boss Cat the Radio Times because that's what we have to put. I know. And they wonder why kids have got mental health problems. It's one of the weirdest Fucking things. Hell. I think that's one of the weirdest things ever, ever in yeah. modern British history that happened. And I don't ever remember seeing a cat food called Top Cat. It might have been a few years before. <laughs> they I don't were remember seeing lying it about when I was a kid. It. Yeah. <laughs> but it, it was so weird because it, you never saw that applied in any <laughs> other way. Every day, you're seeing, like, you know, someone could say, you know, say, say if you say, have to work, say the word shell, right? Yeah. Right. And you go, oh, we can't say shell. Just say it. Pearl in the shell. Howard Jones in the shell. Exactly. Oh, we can't say that. You get banned, it? Can't say that. Say it's pearl in the smell because shell is an oil (laughs) company, right? It's just like they only did it about one thing. And it was completely superfluous to go, deadpan, they look at you as a child, a vulnerable child. You know, I believed every word Mike Reed told me, right? And he looks really serious (laughs) down the camera and he goes, all right, cunts, now it's time. (laughs) For Boss Cat. And immediately <laughs> after you said it, they cut the gun and go, Top Cat! And you're like, Man, what's going on? He called him Boss Cat. Yes, that's because it's called Boss Cat. Then why are they singing a song, a, a fucking Frank Sinatra style big band jazz number called Top Cat? Well, I don't know, you'll have to ask them. It, they're Americans, they operate in a strange way. <laughs> I can't even remember if they changed the title slide on it during the intro sequence to Boss Cat. I don't think they did. I think it no. said Top Cat as well. Yeah. It just said Boss Cat in the paper. And when know. they announced it, they just said it's Boss Cat. No one went around calling him Boss Cat. Even when we were talking about it in the playground, we wouldn't say, did you say Boss Cat last night? It was a big fucking conspiracy. Massive Total conspiracy. So anyway, there we are. Uh, we've run out of time again. We might do a bit more of this chart next time because I Definitely. think there's still a bit more life in it. There's still loads more we haven't talked about. Yeah, we're going to talk about Scritti Politti. We'll do that yeah. next time and, and a couple of others <laughs> as well. And if that doesn't get you tuning um, in, I don't know what will. <laughs> Take the FN, dickheads. <laughs>
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.